EAA Air Venture is right around the corner. We're going to be talking everything Oshkosh with Dan and Christy and somebody special from EAA on this Taking Off podcast. All right, Christy. Hey. We are here. In the studio. It feels good to be in the studio today instead of calling in. (laughs) Yes. And last time we had issues with your phone. Oh, don't get me started. But, uh, all right, so we have Air Venture coming soon. We do. I'm very excited. How many days now? We are, I know we're under 100, so probably around 90. And so uh, it's going to be July 25th through the... No. All I know, it's the last week of July because that's when I'm I'm going to be know. taking off work. I see, and I always think of it in terms of it's, you know, it's it is that last week. We get there Saturday, which is before it begins officially Monday and ends officially the following Sunday. My birthday is August second, and so I always consider Oshkosh like my week long birthday celebration leading up to the big day. All right. Well, we have via phone. Somebody who knows all about EAA Air Venture. We have Dick Dick Nipitsky from Communications at EAA. Dick, welcome. By the way, thank you for um, great being with you. It's fifty-seven days, in case you're wondering. Fifty-seven. And not that we're counting. I was just thinking yeah. inside of a hundred. <laughs> wow, we're already at fifty-seven. Gosh, I better start dieting. It's almost June. If you can believe that. I know. Um, so under fifty-seven when we're recording this. So um, that's amazing. Um, Dick, you guys, um, let me kind of put you on the spot for EAA Air Venture. And let's talk about specifically um, what's new and different this year. Well, what's new and different, of course, is whatever comes onto the ramp every single year and what <laughs> flies in. You know, there's, there, there's some things that become part of the culture of Oshkosh, and you expect those things to be the same every single year. You know, you see the people, uh, you see all the areas from homebuilds to warbirds to vintage to the seaplane base to ultralights and so on and so forth. And there's a, a bit of comfort in that, knowing you're going to come to AirVenture and this aviation city suddenly emerges like Brigadoon each and every year. And, but, you know, some of the things that are, that are coming in this year, uh, you know, first of all, it's EAA's 70th anniversary. And uh, it's something that we're looking forward to celebrating and so forth. That will be a very big part of it. Uh, we've got things such as the Air Force Training Command coming in with all the aircraft that they use to teach people to fly all the aircraft in the Air Force. And we told them, yeah, bring one of everything, and they're going to try. <laughs> and so we'll get all of those out there. Right, One of each, that's fine. If you have two, bring them, you know, and so forth. So, you know, we have all of those. Uh, we have a Corsair reunion planned this uh, year. My uh, we'd like to get the world. A, That's cool. Oh, indeed. Yep. Uh, we could get a dozen or more of them here oh, this my year. That's the goal. We need to get you know, there are a only... ride in one of those. <laughs> Do they have any two-seaters? Well, a, I was going to say, you know, that, that could be kind of cozy trying to get in there. Um, but it's, uh, you know, looking forward to that. And, you know, we're going to be showing the movie Devotion at the Fly-In uh. Theater and actually have some of the family members of uh, Thomas Hudner and of Jesse Brown here with us. So, you know, it's oh, going to be wow. a, really a, 
quite remarkable with that. Uh, we're going to have some of the new technology, some of the EV tolls that are going to be flying here and on display here. Uh, you know, those type of things are all coming in. You know, I, I always like to say that if it has flown, is flying, or will fly, yeah, it's going to show up at Oshkosh sometime. And that is something that we're looking forward to. And now sitting here inside the 60-day mark, you start confirming those things of, what are coming and where where we're going to park it all and all of those type of things that become the element of what makes Oshkosh Oshkosh. I told my company I would, you know, give myself as tribute to fly in a 175. <laughs> Did they say yes? No. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I don't I don't know that we can <laughs> arrange that this close in, but maybe next year. Maybe next year Christy sure. will will fly in an Envoy Embraer 175. I in. wish, I hope. That'd be great. So Oh, we'd love to have you do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll I'll give you a call about next year, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do it in January so we make sure we've got a spot for you. Out <laughs> yeah, exactly. Closet someplace. <laughs> you got well, it. Well, speaking and of flying uh, in to uh, AirVenture, the NOTAM is now out. Uh, what's new and different this year with the fly-in NOTAM? Well, when you take a look at the NOTAM, of course, that is the required reading that if you're flying into Oshkosh to make sure that you read it. And we always tell people, okay, Read the notum, be the notum, you know, follow the notum, all of those type of things. Be one with the notum. And, uh, because, that's right. You know, well, it's like a checklist. I mean, you really, really want to know this, and so you're not looking for it and digging around your, your pilot bag trying to figure it out when you're overripping someplace. Uh, a couple of things this year, probably the biggest one for us here at Whitman Regional Airport, is a change in the AirVenture ultralight pattern because we've added aircraft parking to the south end of the field where the ultralights used to cut across heading northeast to come to the landing strip uh, just before they went on to final. So we've lengthened that a little bit, so now they'll be following what's called Whitman Road. It's the, the road that goes by the aircraft parking north to south. You'll follow that and come in. So if you're flying in an ultralight light sport aircraft landing there, that's an important one to, to do. Uh, one thing, if you're coming in this year, uh, that you can actually ask for guidance. I want to park in the north 40 or i want to park in the south 40 so um if it's full we can't put you there naturally but you can ask and so if we have a spot we'll send you that direction instead of just pointing you one way or the other so those are some of the things to uh, be aware of when you're flying to oshkosh this year what we started last year was kind of having staging areas too because uh, for a lot of years if there was any kind of bad weather or anything that held something up, say, you know, F-16s were flying in and we had to hold people out on Green Lake or Ripon or something like that, then you had a big influx and a lot of people coming to one point. So uh, we put these transition areas in, four of them. So if Whitman pattern filled up, you've got transition area one. If that fills up, we send people to transition area two and so forth. And that'll be part of the ATIS. That'll be part of the communications that one receives. So it's really important if somebody hasn't flown to Oshkosh for several years, get a hold of that NOTAM. We still call them the NOTAM. The FAA officially calls it a notice. Whatever it is, download it at eaa.org slash NOTAM. Understand it so when you're flying in, you've got that confidence factor to say, okay, I know what the procedure is. I know what might happen, and this is what I'm going to be expecting as I get there. So uh, those are the big changes this year for people who are flying their own aircraft into Oshkosh. 
Okay, you mentioned that if um, I had a request to park uh, north or south, at what point do I make that request? Well, when you come in, you, you've got a sign, and uh, once you pick up the notice, there's an opportunity for you to make that 8.5 by 11 inch sign, just a regular piece of paper or the back of some junk mail or something like that, and put big letters that may say N40 or S40. Okay. The parking crew at that point will be able to see after you land, oh, you want to go that way? Okay, we will ship you that way. Same thing if you're a show plane and need to park in vintage or in home-built parking or in warbird parking um, or maybe you know, someplace down, um, you know, someplace with the ultralights. Have that and put that in your window when you come down in your windshield, and the parking crews will see that, and they'll dispatch you that proper direction. And that's all part of the notice. They show you what letters to put down on that sign and where to get there. And uh, so when you land, you are set. And um, because, you know, as everybody knows, the flight's not done till the airplane's turned off. And um, we want to make sure we get you into that parking or camping spot just as efficiently as possible. You mentioned transition areas. Are those different than the the new thing as of two years ago where you had extended points where um, – people flying in could fly to? Or are those transition points yeah. the exact same thing? They're the exact same thing. In fact, we have a video uh, up, and we've got a webinar coming up on June 14th as well uh, at 7 p.m. that will help explain some of that and what's going into the notice this year. So if there's a little bit of confusion, we urge people to sign up for that webinar and um, get a good look at it, talk to the people who put together that FAA NOTAM or notice, and uh, really get your questions answered coming in. So, yeah, those transition areas are those different points extending to the west that will help people stage a little bit better so you, you don't have you know the, all the hornets buzzing around Green Lake at the same time and people still entering the pattern and so forth to make it a little more orderly coming into Oshkosh with the great influx that comes um, with the world's busiest airport for one week a year. I love that the controllers are using ADSB now. So if somebody tries to cut in the line last year, they were calling people out. They're like, hey, November 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, you need to make a right turn, go back to, you know, this point. Um, that was great. I do have a very important question, though, for you, Dick. Okay. All right. Okay. Is it Osh, Oshkosh or AirVenture? <laughs> Oh, man, that is the, the million-dollar question right there, Christy, because it's one of those funny things. The name of the event is EAA AirVenture Oshkosh. Okay, that's the official name of the event. Um, everybody outside our immediate area here in Oshkosh calls it Oshkosh. Uh, everybody in, let's say, from Milwaukee to Green Bay here in Wisconsin calls it EAA. Uh, we call it AirVenture. So... Uh, to answer your question more specifically, yes. <laughs> and, uh, so, and uh, you know, it's one of those things, you know, and we call it Oshkosh, too. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Um, you know, AirVenture is the name. There, there are a lot of reasons for that. and uh, But it does have an identity of its own. But, you know, people call it Oshkosh. You know, it's like the Indianapolis 500. They just call Indy or, you know, the Masters Golf Tournament they call Augusta. Uh, that type of thing. Um, you know, when I'm around the country, talking to pilots, you know, it's, hey, you're going to see you at Oshkosh, you know, and 
everybody knows exactly what that is. I mean, I'm just going to call and it the so, Oshkosh from now on. <laughs> the Oshkosh, yeah. The Oshkosh. <laughs> well, Dick, can you say just simply Osh, or is that... I mean, that's it, the identifier for the oh airport. Oh, my goodness. Osh. I had so many people, uh, you know, can uh, get get uh, a little uh, colorful in the comments when I said Osh back a couple years ago. Yeah, they got really testy at us because <laughs> I just call it Osh because I look at the chart and it says O-S-H, Osh. I'm like, okay, Osh. So, well, apparently and I know- that oh, is people, not acceptable. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, you know, as long as you get here out, you can call it whatever you want. And, yeah, exactly. um, you know, as far as I'm concerned. That's what I thought, yeah, too. But and, you know, from now on, if they're not saying the full name, it, uh, I'm going to correct them. No, sir. It's E-A-A... Uh, Air Venture Oshkosh. Air Venture Oshkosh. And to, yeah, so I want to um, know that what year it is too. So today is, or this year, it's the 70th anniversary. So I want to hear 70th anniversary. You know, right? I'm just you gotta yeah. say it all. <laughs> all right, Dick. Let's well, go. I'll give you an example of that real quickly. That uh, you know, I was at the um, couple about a week ago. I was down at the Wasp Museum down in Sweetwater, Texas. Oh, uh, I was just there yesterday. In. Yeah. Oh, tremendous museum. And if people haven't been out there, make sure you learn about that part of the history. And I was talking to one of their staff members and they say, yeah, I'm going to Oshkosh for the first time this year. So people call it Oshkosh, you know, and we're okay with that. You know, that's fine. Um, You you know, the big thing is get here because if you haven't been here, trying to describe it to someone who hasn't been here, um, somebody at once explained says, it's like picking up a handful of dirt and try to explain the planet earth. Mm. You know, it's, you just can't do it. And, um, so you've really got to be here because, you know, it's, it's everything for those of us who are aviation geeks. It is, it's everything all in one place. And, um, that's what makes it such a phenomenal event because, uh, every place you turn, there's something new to discover, whether it's history, technology, aviation, or, you know, just people watching. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to find it here. Right, I've heard the saying so many times now, you uh, come for the planes, you stay for the people. Uh, Indeed. Dick, Mm -hmm. Dick, uh, speaking of some of the content, I've noticed you guys have some kind of um, um, Warbird pilot feature every day. Can you tell me about that? You know what I'm talking about? Well, you know, we we haven't. I I think so. You know, with the Warbird pilots, um, it's called Warbirds in Review. That's it. And what we'll do... Yeah, we'll we'll bring in um, some kind of vintage military aircraft. It might be a B twenty five. It it might be, you know, a P forty seven. It might be, you know, a group of airplanes that we bring in, like we did with the Grumman Cats last year. And what we'll do is bring in veterans who have flown those airplanes. Imagine being able to hear from World War II ace Bud Anderson talking wow. about flying Old Crow. You can do that here. You know, we've got um, John Lucky Luckadoo talking about flying bomber raids over Germany in World War II. And take advantage of these because there aren't many of these guys left. I was right. say, so if you have that many, opportunity. Left? Oh, very, very few. You know, and those who are still around, there aren't a lot of them who can still travel. So we're very, very fortunate to have those folks here. I still remember a couple of years ago with Dick Cole, then age 102, wow. uh, saluting the 25s as they went out. Um, and, you know, to recreate the Doolittle Raid, you know, here was the co-pilot of 
number one with Jimmy Doolittle wow. out there saluting the airplanes as they went by. But, you know, we'll bring in the owners of these aircraft, um, those who may have had a hand in restoring them, uh, that, who will talk about these. And this year, since we're looking at Vietnam Remembered 50 years later, uh, we have a, quite a few of the Vietnam veterans coming in talking about flying. So we'll have some of those Vietnam airplanes. Uh, we've got a real interesting one. It's called Rosie the Rocketer. Uh, I it saw is that. A, I it, saw that. Yeah, it, 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 you know, it's basically a Piper Cub that Does, was used by a gentleman, a colonel um, who in was the in, Army Air Corps. And he was in Patton's division. He was, and he, he hooked up bazookas to the wings of this Piper Cub, and he went and went after German tanks. Now, uh, first thing I thought, you put a bazooka on a Piper Cub and let that launch, does the Cub go backwards? Know. <laughs> you know, because there's probably such a recoil on it. And But it is a, um, uh, so his daughter will be here. Uh, the restorer of the airplane will be here. They found the airplane in Austria, restored it. Now it's flying again. That airplane will be here. So it'll be parked on the Warbirds in Review ramp, and the people surrounding that history will be here talking about it. And, and that happens every day, twice a day, with different airplanes, different people each That's time. That's amazing. Just well, think of what we could do with Lola. Oh, I know. <laughs> strap a bazooka Don't get me started. Um, now, I did read that not only did he strap those bazookas on, he actually had confirmed kills of tanks. That's ridiculous. He did. You know, and it's kind of cool on a Piper Cub to have, you know, a tank decal on it. Right, saying, you know, there, right. I got that one. Do you become an yeah. ace if you kill five tanks? I'm not sure how that Sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it to him. Yeah. All right. And, uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, Dick, uh, again, putting you on the spot, every year there's one, two, three, five, a dozen, I don't know, things that kind of seem to be the thing that uh, people leave EAA Air Venture talking about the most. What do you see this year as being the thing? Boy, the thing, uh, you know, I, I really do believe that, you know, the, the Vietnam salute that we'll be having this year uh, and now there's a debate, of course, the official end of the war, 1975, maybe it completely ended, uh, active American troops, 1973. And so that's why we called it Vietnam Remembered 50 years later, because let's look back a half a century and not so much on the specific date, but what occurred, the, the aviation, the people involved in it and so forth. Uh, looking forward to having some of those people here. One thing I'm looking forward to this year is um, NASA's bringing back their super guppy hasn't been here for 23 years and uh, you know it's it's your basic kc 97 that somebody left the helium hose in and you know the top kind of puffed out and um and inside of it they're going to be bringing in artemis capsule mock-up and so you'll have a chance to look at that for the next moon program and one program we're going to have is bringing people from the apollo program and we're hoping to have at least one astronaut from the apollo program with the Artemis group, you know, with flight controllers and astronauts and so forth from the upcoming moon missions that NASA is planning over the next couple of years and compare contrast because a lot of people forget that, yeah, when we flew to the moon, there was less power in those computers than most people have in their cell phones right now. And, you know, so those type of things took place. So that's coming up. Uh, We mentioned the Air Force Training Command being part of it. Um, you know, so all of those things, some of the highlights, and what's great about AirVenture or Oshkosh or whatever you want to call it, is that everybody comes and finds their thing. You know, it might be having like the Whisk EV tall 
flying like, wow, that's mm-hmm. cool. That might be the future of urban air mobility. Or, you know, somebody finds, somebody goes to the Aeromart and finds a part for their airplane that they've been looking for. You know, those type of things. You know, myself, I always love the night air shows. It's always a favorite. Yeah. I was going to mention the uh, night air show. I stay on Saturday night. Yep. And, uh, you know, put those together. And just those type of things. Um, you know, you have 600,000 total attendance, and there are probably 500,000 different reasons people come here. And that's very daunting to try to plan an event where you have 500,000 different expectations. But uh, we try and put it together. And it's just um, to see those type of things come together again. And I mentioned the Corsairs before. You know, nah. we're going to try to put as many of those up in the air at the same time. And if we do that, that's always get your camera ready type moment. Absolutely. I'll be getting my camera ready for that one. I think the take-home message is that if you like airplanes or aviation in general, AirVenture does not disappoint. (laughs) Indeed, it doesn't. You know, I I learn something every year. A lot of weeks I come, a lot of years I'll be there and like Thursday, I'll go buy an airplane. When did that get here? You know, and oh, that came in on Tuesday. Really? Okay, I'm the communications guy. I'm supposed to know this, but that's a surprise. You know, so, um, uh, you know, one thing, we've got a C-123 uh, provider from the Vietnam era, late 50s through the mid-70s. Uh, the troops called it the Thunder Pig. There's only one flying left in the world. Oh, wow. It's coming to Oshkosh this year. So, you know, That's those type cool. of airplanes. Yeah, and I mean, it's just, it's it's true aviation geekdom at its highest level, uh, you know, because you will find airplanes that maybe you've only read about or heard about. Well, there's one there. Now you can go up and talk to the pilot about what it's like owning that airplane. Yeah, that's part of the fun of Oshkosh. For those listeners who aren't flying or can't fly or are you know, themselves in or whatever, what are the options for people all around the country for coming in? Well, you know, a lot of ways, you know, and people always say, where do I stay? Because you know, right. hotel rooms, as you can imagine, are always at a premium. Uh, people stay within about 50 miles in hotels uh, all over. But there are a lot of options. Um, we have university dormitories here at UW Oshkosh, University oh, wow. of Wisconsin Oshkosh, that fill up thousands of people, especially our international visitors, love staying in the dorms. Bus takes you right to the main gate, brings you home afterwards. Wow. And, um, you know, and they get to enjoy that. And there's a whole culture on the university. Uh, Ripon College, about 15 miles away, also does it. Marion University, down 15 miles south of here in Fond du Lac, also uh, puts people up in a lot of brand new facilities there. Um, you know, so those are part of it. And the Airbnb faction is also very strong. Uh, people rent out their homes here in Oshkosh. So if you're bringing a group, bringing a family, you can rent a house right in town, um, which often astonishes people from many parts of the country that people in Oshkosh said, well, here's the house. We're going on vacation. Enjoy. And, uh, you know, so that takes place. But one of the favorite things that people do is camp right here on the grounds. They'll bring in the motorhomes, bring in their tents, bring in their truck campers, and become part of an aviation city that pops up here, not only with the airplanes, but with the drive-in camping at Camp Scholar. And you can go online right now and reserve those camping credentials so you have them when you get at the gate. And um, it's a place where you will meet people from throughout the country and all around the world coming here for the same reason. They love aviation. They love flying. Even if they have an airplane, they don't have an airplane, but they come in and it really builds on each other. It's an interesting dynamic that people get talking to one another and swap airplane stories. Think of it as the ultimate 
hangar flying experience, I guess. And uh, so that's a great way to do it just by, by camping here. A lot of people rent RVs for the week and then camp and then walk out to the flight line every single day. That, I mean, that's amazing. I, I, I've done a little bit of everything, uh, I think, at Oshkosh now. I actually did the RV camper. That's actually my favorite is doing the RV camper mm-hmm. there because you're on the field effectively. You get woken up in the morning by the uh, warbirds taking the yodeler. off. And, yes, <laughs> the warbirds taking off and, and the yodeler. <laughs> oh, my goodness, yes. No, it's it's a great experience. Uh, it sounds like there's flavors for everyone, so that's awesome. Okay, um, well, Dick, thank you so much um, for being a part of this and telling us about AirVenture 2023 and uh, exactly which. what are the dates? Okay, July 24th through July 30th, Monday through Sunday, last week in July. And uh, if you need anything else about it, just go to the website, eaa.org, eaa.org. Click on the AirVenture tab. You'll see the highlights as we continue to post them. Uh, there's an opportunity to purchase your tickets in advance. If you want to get express arrival passes, you've got till June 15th to do that. If um, you want to get your camping credentials, if you want to buy the cool Air Venture t-shirt before everybody else sent your hangar or your airport has it, you can do it there. Uh, all of those things are available to you as you get ready to go and get ready for Oshkosh. So eaa.org is the place. Awesome. Looking forward to seeing you there. All right. Thank you, Dick. And for those listening, uh, Christy and I will be there all week and we'll be doing on location in the hangars like we did last year. And also like last year on the Monday, that first day, uh, we will organize a meet and greet for all the aviation YouTubers. We're working on the details right now. It'll most likely be Monday afternoon and uh, we'll have a whole bunch of your favorite YouTubers there. So, uh, again, Dick, thank you so much for all your information. Well, it's my pleasure, and we'll see you up in the flight line at Oshkosh in just a couple of months. Great. See you there. All right. We'll see you guys, and uh, thanks for watching our Taking Off podcast. <laughs>